everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting the Toronto Raptors 95-108 to win against the Philadelphia 76ers. Riker, game one of a playoff series, the Raptors take it home, and this was incredible. This was the best playoff game I've ever witnessed for the Toronto Raptors. I'm, I'm honestly left speechless after this game. You, you are, and we've jumped right into this, guys. Just note that, that we haven't even had time to process this game, so Ben is not lying, and there are so many un- things to unpack, so you're going to have to let us know in the comments all the stuff that we missed. We'll start quickly with the comment of the day. I think three things. There's a lot. One is our comments on the playoff preview. They were mirrored exactly in tonight's pregame preview by Charles Barkley or Char- yeah, and all the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, they thought the same things as us. We also have Phil C. He said Kawhi is going 13-0 and, or is 13-0 and 0 against the 76ers so far. Michael C. responds, hopefully he's going to be 7 against them and he's making a good case to get that wow he absolutely took over that's the sort of the highlight of the game there and Marcus Gasol's defense on Joel Embiid and a bunch of other stuff definitely you said it maybe the best game that the Raptor like I've ever witnessed as a Raptors fan and there is so much to talk about start wherever you want well you brought him up Kawhi Leonard I love DeMar DeRozan he's a Raptor legend we we appreciate that man but we traded DeMar DeRozan for this guy. He, he's, the, he, he's arguably the best player in the NBA when he's like this in terms of playoff performance. 45 points for Kawhi Leonard, 11 rebounds, 16-23 from the field. I'm, I was mesmerized by what, by what he was doing on the court. He had two steals. His defense was absolutely ridiculous. You know, He was hitting shots from all over the court, whether it be threes, whether it be mid-rangers, whether it be dunks. He, he got abs- anything he wanted, whatever the Sixers threw out. Ben Simmons, who's known as a good on-ball defender. Jimmy Butler's notoriously one of the houndingest defenders in the league. You know, Joel, Joel Embiid in the paint is usually a back, you know, rim stopper when people go to the paint. And it, it was over. It was over whenever Kawhi touched the basketball. He's shooting with ridiculous efficiency. 45 points, a career high for him. You know, I thought he might have been able to break DeMar's career high with the Raptors. I believe it was 52 at one point. But, uh, you know, we took him out early and the game was pretty well over. So he wasn't looking for a shot too much. Just what were your thoughts on Kawhi Leonard's performance tonight? Yeah, there's no sense in leaving him out in the burner minutes where an injury could yeah. happen, anything like that. It was a smart decision to oh, take yeah, him sure. out. But we said that he needed to be a superstar. He, he even exceeded those expectations. <laughs> this is an absolutely crazy game. The points him and Pascal Siakam posted in the first quarter alone was unbelievable, going on themselves, I think, a 14-for-14 14 14 stretch. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard, he did this in a James Harden way. He didn't... Everything was created by himself. But unlike James Harden, he wasn't shooting threes and he wasn't doing it at a low percentage. He just literally could not be stopped. And I forget her name, but the, the sideline reporter even asked Brett Brown after the, I think, first half... He's making un- or he's making highly contested shots. How can you stop him? They said, he, he, you really can't. He's just going to score. And... If anybody was questioning what playoff Kawhi means or if he's going to be able to return to form after the injury and all the shenanigans that happened last season, this is what it means. This is a guy that is undoubtedly a top three guy in the league, maybe a number one guy in the entire NBA. He wasn't lying. The regular season was all practice for Kawhi Leonard. He had his career high tonight. This is, you know, people kind of flamed us when we said the Orlando Magic wasn't the biggest test and we lost one game and all that. No disrespect to the Orlando Magic, but the Philadelphia 76ers are the first real competitive team we're gonna, we've played against in the playoffs. And he, he's had his best game in the season. He's out here performing on a ridiculous level on the biggest of stages. I'm sure he'll only get better. Kawhi, this is what we brought him in for and he's... 
it's it's amazing to have a superstar on a team in the playoffs. You know, we've played against a superstar for three straight years in the playoffs, and we've seen what it can be do done on the receiving end. You know, a true superstar. The the Sixers have all stars on their roster, and Joel Embiid may be a fringe superstar, but he's injured, and we can talk about him later. But we know what it feels like to have stars go up against a superstar, and the fact that we are rooting for a superstar now on our roster that can do things like this in the playoffs, have games like this against top-tier competition on the biggest of stages... I'm baffled. It's something, you know, I, I, I'm i a bit dramatic about it right now, but it's it's amazing to watch as a Raptors fan, as a Raptors diehard. Riker, how do we get this man on uh, on our city for via trade? Via <sighs> Yeah, like we said, guys, th- usually we have 15, 20 minutes, maybe more to talk about the game before we start to podcast. But today we just jumped right into it. And Ben and I, like, we, this is... Both of us really lost for words at how to explain the greatness that was just displayed in this matchup. The Raptors traditionally suck in first game in first the first game of we were any one given in ten series. coming into this one in first game. So one in ten and one in seven uh, in first yeah at home one in seven at home in first games yep. in playoff series. So this is a very rare victory for Toronto Raptors. And like you said, to have a superstar. It, it, it's something I don't understand it. I don't understand how we can flip DeMar, who's been doing fantastic, have you, on the yeah, San Antonio Spurs. No DeMar Spurs. bashing here. It's, it's, yeah, no, exactly. no DeMar bashing at all. But you're taking just you're just taking a regular all-star and, and turning him into Kawhi Leonard. Really, it's almost a one-for-one trade. Danny Green tonight, he, he did the trade on defense. And we got Danny Green, and... though. We got Danny Green, too. <laughs> We've been, like, Jakob's going to be a great player. But right now, Danny Green for Jakob Pertl, that's the biggest, that's a finesse in itself. You know, I- yeah, and can we just talk about the defense for a second too? Because before we even break down Pascal Siakam, we're we're talking about we shut down. We're talking about listen, Five Sam, we are talking. Listen, we are talking about one. Kyle Lowry pulled three charges again in tonight's game. We're talking about Joel Embiid is the second most free throw attempt player in the NBA and had what how six and and up until the third the end of the third he had zero. We're talking about he shot twenty seven percent from the field from the from the from the field. No player had twenty points. <laughs> we almost kept them under ninety, Ben. Unless we put, until we put out the, the the burners, almost kept them under ninety. I, what? What? <laughs> the defense is insane. The de- you know game one it was a pretty unfortunate for the Raptors in the Magic series, but ever since then the playoff defense has just been another level. You brought up Marcus All. He did. You know, he's not scoring the biggest amount of points and all that, but we brought him in for his defense and offensive playmaking, and he, he's, you know, we've talked we've talked to our, you know, the listeners' airs off to death about his playmaking, but his defense, you know, we love Jonas, but there's very few centers in the NBA that can play defense like Marcus Gasol has been this whole playoffs. We saw it with Vucevic in round one. Joel Embiid tonight, I know he's not healthy, can, you know, 100% healthy, but still, he's put up some big numbers against the Nets, and he was clamped tonight by Marcus Gasol whenever he was on the court and and he was scared Ben to shoot it. Yeah. He had a couple of attempts that he could have taken and he ended up passing out of the post. Mm-hmm. Passing yeah. out of the post. He was scared to take shots tonight because the defense was so stuck. And he's an all NBA guy, you know. The the whole starting lineup, even the bench that came in, Serge Ibaka had a he had two blocks. I'm looking at the box score now. It felt like he had 30 with some of them because they were so emphatic. You know, Fred played a good defense, Norm. The whole starting lineup, Kyle Lowry, you brought up his charges. Kawhi Leonard's obviously defensive player of the year on the wings. You know, Jimmy Butler couldn't get going because of Danny Green. Pascal Siakam was all over the court. The defense was too much. But, you know, we're pretty deep into this podcast. And for a guy 
He came off the bench. He was one of the leaders of the bench mob last year. Was looked at, you know, as maybe stepping up. I thought predicted maybe he could be a dark horse all-star. But, yeah, that was a hot take. Even I thought that was a hot take at the beginning of the season. There wasn't a lot of expectations for Siakam besides improving a little bit. But the fact that he has turned in to a reliable, consistent all-star. not A little bit more than all-star. He's been getting 30 points per game, you know, maybe not per game, but he's capable of going off on any night. He doesn't have bad scoring yeah. nights. Tonight, 29 points for Pascal Siakam, 7 rebounds. And 23, Ben. 23, I'm pretty sure, were in the first yeah, half. Yeah, exactly. 20, you know, 29 in total, 7 rebounds, 12 of 15 from the field. You know, we've seen, we, we love our all-stars that we've had in the past, and Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan, you know, they're great players, but when they'd have big games, it, it would be maybe 40-50% shooting from the field, which isn't bad for, for all-stars, but Kawhi Leonard going 16 of 23, Pascal Siakam going 12 of 15, you know, on such big, you know, scoring games. That efficiency, mm-hmm. that it's ridiculous. I haven't seen anything like it. You know, what were your thoughts on Pascal Siakam? Three of four from the three-point line tonight. Just, he's literally coming into his own as an all-star and showing that he could potentially be a superstar in this league the way he's been playing in the playoffs. Yeah, well, Kawhi Leonard plays with confidence. Tonight he played with swag. He played with some of his crossovers. He was really treating the defenders with no respect. But it was surprising to me at how confident Pascal Siakam played against these big defenders. Tobias Harris is no matchup for Pascal Siakam. And he absolutely abused him down low. His spin move is looking polished and perfect. And he just went out there relentless. And they they only needed him, I guess, for the first half because he completely slowed down and finished the game on 80% field goal shooting. He could have kept going. He could have went off even more tonight. So that's really impressive. The one thing we got wrong in our prediction was we were expecting Pascal Siakam to get a bigger matchup. But I even loved him playing defense on Jimmy Butler, yeah. who I said is the one guy I don't want to see explode. And he absolutely put the clamps on uh, on Jimmy Butler, who was really non-existent in this game for the most part. Yeah, Jimmy Butler, he's notoriously a Raptor killer. He only had uh, 10 points for them, took 12 shots. You know, they, they really... I think the Sixers are going to make the adjustment of running the game a bit more through Jimmy Butler because he looked like kind of a non-factor on the court. We've seen how talented of a player he is, so that might be an adjustment we see them make. So the Raptors will... I I don't think this is going to be Jimmy Butler for the whole series, but now our defense has been ridiculous, so they they might be able to keep these guys cold and all that, but you mentioned it. Pascal Siakam did a great job on whoever he was switched on to on on the court, you know, whether it be Jimmy, whether it be any of the wing players. It, it was ridiculous to just see the Toronto Raptors do all these things. But one guy that's probably not going to get a lot of recognition because uh, the box score numbers are never there. But uh, Kyle Lowry, tonight, you brought up the charges. Nine points, eight assists. He really just was an engine tonight, making everyone go. He went 0 for 4 from the three-point line. We'd like to see him knock down a few more shots, but just an all-around great performance for Kyle Lowry. Yeah, and he his baskets from the field were all layups. Yep. And this is against a big team and his aggressiveness. When Fred Van Vliet, he held his own tonight. He was not in the minus. The only guy coming off the bench, not in the minus, yep. in the plus-minus category. Um, but I don't feel as confident when Fred Van Vliet's the For only sure. guard out yep. there. Kyle Lowry, I just feel like the offense will run a lot smoother. So I, I thought that he had a fantastic mm-hmm. game. His drawing charges is... He's the best That's, at it. And I'll be shocked if he's not an all-NBA all defense when it's all said and done uh, this season. I'll be disappointed if he's not because just he's able really to do it all out there. Um, and even if his, he's not scoring at a high rate, it's it's fantastic what he's able to well, do. Well, the point you brought up, Kyle Lowry, the jumpers weren't going in tonight. 
That's fair. We want him to take, you know, three or four, see if the jumpers are going in. Because when he's knocking down threes, the team's even better. But they weren't going in. But this is the difference between game one of the Orlando series and game one of this series. Larry did everything else good in the Orlando game. It was fine, you know, but he, he just didn't shoot. He settled for a bunch of threes. But tonight, you mentioned it. He was being aggressive, even though the shot wasn't going. You know, he's getting some shots around the rim, and he still did all the other things. Right, The fact that he was able to get a few points on the board, even though the shot wasn't going in, it, it helped the Toronto Raptors so much because they couldn't just play off him and focus on Kawhi, focus on Siakam. You know, He was an actual threat on the court, despite the threes not going in. So this is what we want to see out of Kyle Lowry on a night-by-night basis. Obviously, the shots are going in. We want him to shoot him more. But if the threes aren't going in, be aggressive and still look for your shot. It, it was just... Uh, yeah. it, I'd like to talk about one more yeah. thing, I think, before we get into the segments. For sure. The last... It's It's... It wasn't an issue tonight because Marcus Alde played so well. And it's funny because me and my roommate, we were watching the game. We were thinking, wow, this is a really big team, right? Yeah. When Serge Ibaka is the, the center, it's really tough. Like, they have to fight for every rebound. They need a, There's a big size mismatch. Yeah. Boban can do a lot of damage. Serge Ibaka had a lot of run against Embiid and played pretty well on defense. Yeah. But, you know, they still were able to bring it close at times. But then the, the halftime guys, they were saying, wow, there's such a size advantage for the Raptors. But I could see it if the refs do come and play and give Marcus All a bunch of weird fouls. Yeah. You know, we saw one his very first foul. I, I didn't think that that should be a foul. Um, I can see that if if Marcus All ends up getting taken out of the game, it's going to be very hard for the Raptors. So I'm hoping because he played so fantastic tonight um, that he's going to be able to, I guess, get the respect from the refs. Mm-hmm that the way that he's playing isn't deserving of these weird calls because that really could change the entire matchup if he's taken out. Yeah, no, that's fair. Marcus Gasol, we saw it in that one game three where he was in foul trouble the first half and uh, Vucevic was able to go off for a stretch there, came back in, and he was clamped again. So Marcus Gasol is the, is the anchor for the Toronto Raptors defense in the playoffs, especially when Embiid is out there. The one encouraging sign that uh, you know I'd maybe argue against that was the Toronto Raptors when Boban was on the court, when the Sixers went big. You know, when they had their big lineups on the court, the Raptors just played at such a pace. They moved the ball around so well. You know, the Sixers were just run off the court. They played, they modern NBA'd the the Philadelphia 76ers. You know, Boban played a lot more minutes against the Brooklyn Nets because they couldn't take advantage of the, you know, the small ball lineups as much as we did tonight. And Boban, we kind of mentioned in our preview, you know, with Serge Ibaka being our biggest guy off the bench, maybe Boban could go off down low and, you know, get a bunch of rebounds, get a bunch of points. But he only played 10 minutes and was a minus 17 for the game. So... Maybe the Raptors, Nick Nurse has devised a strategy that really owns the the big lineups that the Sixers run out there. But Riker, yeah. we're running long, so we're gonna we're gonna swing it straight into the segments tonight. The <laughs> Kawhi you do them like that play of the day. It, it's it's got to go to I believe it was Serge Ibaka or Kawhi Leonard. There's a Tobias Harris came down the lane. There was a ridiculous swat. I believe it was Kawhi. It got thrown out to Pascal Siakam at the half court. He took one dribble from half and just slammed down a ridiculous shot. There was there's so many plays that could have been the Kawhi doing like that play of the day for tonight. Riker, did you have any other ones in mind? You know what? Like I said, we can leave it up to the fans. Yeah. I'm sure that they'll have all the ideas. But this was a game that there was every every second felt like a highlight yeah. play. Just the way that the Raptors performed and some of the individual performances that shone through. It was amazing. It was amazing. But not all plays can be the Kawhi Doom like that play of the day. And some just make you say, oh, geez. And tonight, do you want to take it away with the OGs, Riker? What are we going with? Just Kawhi's stretch? Yeah. Or do we have a different one? Well, Kawhi yeah. Leonard, in the, I guess, in the first quarter... 
didn't miss. He didn't miss, and he didn't miss the entire game. He continued on. He almost, like you said, he almost beat DeMar's playoff record. He almost matched it or beat his career high. Uh, he tied his playoff career high, I believe. Yeah, I think he, and be- he beat his playoff it was, career high. It just okay. makes you say, oh, geez, how do we land this guy? How do we land this superstar? I think you might have actually had something else to say, but if that was it, then that, that was my OG. Yeah, no, the Kawhi, all that. It, it baffles me how we got a player this good on the Toronto Raptors via trade. You know, we didn't draft him. We he, we traded for this man. He was somehow on the block, and Masai took advantage. Got to give all the credit there. Every time he touched the ball, every time he, he hit a shot, it, it made me say, oh, geez, Riker, people might have thought a segment was disappearing after the first round, but I'll, I'll let you take it away. Yep. The the where's the sauce T Ross <laughs> with it usually goes to obviously it was made for Terrence Ross but we're gonna keep it alive in the spirit of the most memeable player the guy that is out there with questionable antics and tonight without a doubt J J Redick he was frustrated to say the least. On a play, he got smacked in the mouth, to be fair, and broke a little bit of blood. You could see his mouth was a little bit bloody. But the play he was most upset about, Danny Green trying to post up. J.J. Reddick clearly just draws his arm into, or draws Danny Green's arm into his own mouth and is complaining to the refs very adamantly that that should have been an offensive foul. He was on another planet for trying to get away with some sort of strange flopping call and that was that's absurd uh so he's getting the where's the sauce t ross but to be fair he responded in a big way he was hot from three and uh he almost i think he had five or six or seven threes in the game honestly jj reddick was probably the best player for the sixers tonight he he was pretty on fire he had some clutch shots and you know when the sixers were going to get completely blown out he kind of kept it close at times but the raptors were just overwhelming for the sixers tonight but uh the finally the infamous, the one and only Damare Carroll Gold Star Award. Right, the Raptors played so good. I, I'll let you take it away with the, the Damare Carroll Gold Star segment. I got them all. Uh, you know what, tonight I, I'm not going to give it to the regular game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it just to the last three minutes. I said this the last <laughs> two or three games now for the Raptors. I wish you could just toss in the towel, like boxing, toss in the white towel into the ring, call the game, don't even let this, you know stretch that nobody's interested in and disengaged the final score didn't reflect how dominant the Raptors performance was and it's unfortunate because they really went out there beginning to end and took care of business so I think the Demar Carroll Gold Star just goes to the last three minutes in general you have the deep bench for both teams uh, out there with the final minutes of run and nothing really happened but uh, it was really really good and also actually another Demar Carroll Gold Star award too the final interview on the court with Kawhi Leonard. I don't know if you saw it, but she asked one question and then said, Kawhi, you got to go. He was like, what? <laughs> uh, she said, oh, do you want me to ask more questions? And he, I don't know. It was kind of a very awkward yeah, that, exchange. I don't know what was going on there. Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't fully hear it. Then I saw him walk away and come back. I was a bit confused. I didn't actually hear what he said. But uh, yeah, that was weird. And my one Demari Carroll gold star I want to maybe throw out there, Norman Powell. Right, So the Toronto Raptors, the starting lineup was ridiculous tonight, and they got the W. But the Toronto Raptors bench really, I think, should take dominate the Philadelphia 76ers bench. They don't have a lot of players off their bench. They don't have any household names. You know, James Ennis played a lot of minutes for them. He played the most off the bench. You know, Korkmaz, Monroe. And Mike Scott's injured. Yeah, Mike Scott's injured. I'd like to see the bench be a bit better. Serge Ibaka was kind of brutal in the first half, but he, he came he came around the second half. Fred didn't take too many shots, but he was fine. He didn't do anything 
very negative. But Norman Powell is kind of like a spark plug. I'd like to see him be able to take advantage of the the Sixers kind of weak weaker bench and be be the X factor that he could possibly be. Because I don't know if we can expect Kawhi to go for forty five a night. And so I think we'll need more of a boost off the bench uh, in the coming games. But maybe Kawhi could average 45 for this series. He, he's looking like a goat out there tonight. He's looking unstoppable. So maybe it's not needed, but it's a, it's a minor Damari Carroll gold star for tonight. Fair enough. And I think we've exhausted the topic. Actually, you know what, Ben? We could speak for another 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Ka- Kawhi Leonard alone. Uh, we could ramble on and on and on. But I'm sure that people are tired of listening to us. So maybe we can wrap it up here. Certainly. You guys are the best for making this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all the cool stuff. Definitely check out the Instagram because Riker and I, we're probably going live in uh, all the games coming up for the rest of the playoffs. You know, it's it's, it's Raptors game time, so we're, we're going live on there. I went live in the game today. We figured out we can get both of us on the live stream. You know, I, I don't think either of us are super familiar with Instagram Live, so we're getting through it. So definitely follow us on there. Uh, check out our our page during the games because we're going to be up there it was a it's a fun live session check us out on all platforms we got a lot of cool stuff coming with the channel so and here with the channel so you guys are the best any last words and that part yeah and the partnership uh the sponsorship by stance that's coming through it's starting may the first officially with all the giveaways and stuff we got to figure out how to do that and conduct that but make sure to be staying along with that and ben you got a you got a choice now we have a big game, Game 7 of the Spurs Nuggets. So it's, do you want to cheer for DeMar, ex-Raptor legend, or Jamal Murray, good Canadian boy? It's a big one to choose from tonight. I'm rooting for both. Either way, I'm happy. But Jamal Murray's my guy, and I like the Nuggets more than the Spurs. So, I, you, you know, go. it's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good enough. All right, thanks for listening. Cheers.